0: Taste of your lips, I'm on a ride, you're toxic, I'm zipping under, taste of a poison paradise, I'm addicted to you, don't you know that you're toxic? Okay, hello Josh, Dan, welcome
1: to the first soft podcast. Woo!
2: What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me.
1: Oh wow. I still wanted to have you guys on the show today, so <laughs> I think you should both introduce yourselves.
0: Yeah, that's a great place to start.
3: Josh
1: I, take
0: um, it away. Yeah. I'm Josh. What do you want to know about me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think just whatever you think is important, like in a one-minute intro. What 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 is important to know about you?
0: Um I'm Josh uh didn't i am on leave i just moved to a house which is a big moment in my life um uh i know how to knit (laughs) i know how to knit because my friend enyo taught me to knit um i'm good at assembling ikea furniture uh my favorite cereal is honey bunches of oats with almonds same
3: wait actually though i love honey bunch of oats okay all right
0: and um my last name is cho
2: beautiful
1: introduction josh i feel like i know you so well okay dan what about you
2: yeah, it's great to meet you, Josh. Um, oh, Wait, we're going under the premise that we uh,
3: don't
1: know each other. No, no it's like, great
2: we're... to know all of these fun facts about Josh. Never knew that your favorite cereal is Honey Bunches of Oats, um, but very solid with almonds. With almonds, very solid choice. I would say is probably my top top five top three cereals. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite cereal, but if I were to go like just cheat cereal fruit uh fruit loops they're a bomb <laughs> um but yes yeah i'm daniel uh sophomore in davenport um studying CSE con i am at home in Canaan connecticut uh just enrolled remotely it's a it's a good time um you know or it's like i'm so close to campus but we're not there um two dogs they're very fluffy and nice to be with um and what else uh i guess hmm, i don't know uh <laughs> i think something i'd like to do during my free time if i had free time uh, would be to um like get better at the guitar uh just to play more kind of i can do like basic chorus but no it'd be kind of cool to like able to solo or like yeah solo or do fancier chord progressions yes
1: (laughs) maybe
3: you can play us something at the end
2: you can play the outro (laughs) jingle (laughs) Yeah. i haven't because of my lack of free time i haven't touched my guitar in like two months
3: but This this is a pretty good reason to pick it back up again
0: we could ask Josh Everhart to play the outro. Have you seen his um, guitar? yeah guitar? Really good um, stuff. Yeah,
1: very true. Josh Everhart will on our show some other time for sure. Okay, so today we wanted to at least start the conversation talking about um, stories of sharing faith. Um. so yeah because we feel like <laughs> where are at Josh's oh um, yeah we felt like uh, sharing faith is I think something that at least I have been thinking a lot about recently um, and we wondered if this was something that you guys have been thinking about obviously the dynamic is different now that you guys are remote and like seeing much fewer people but yeah just thinking more broadly maybe not even this semester um do you guys yeah like does anything come to mind when you think like interesting stories of attempts to share faith with people interesting or recent or like
3: Hmm. wildest
1: stories
3: or maybe just even like what's your perception of like this idea of evangelism whether you've been on the like whether you've tried to share your faith or, or been on the receiving end, I think those that could be interesting too. But mm. Mm.
0: yeah, uh, all of the experiences I've had with um, sharing my faith with others during this quarantine season has been in my head. Okay. Huh. Wait, did I say what?
1: Oh, I was going to say more. Yeah. I was
0: saying to say more. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's definitely something I want to get better at. Um, I haven't seen a lot of bought off, though, but, Um, But in terms of evangelism, I think that it's often better to not start off with a stranger or even like a friend and just going like, Hey, do you want to know about Jesus? No. Great. I'm going to tell Yeah. Very, very often. I feel like a lot of people can get uh, scared or um, immediately reject, you know, when, when they, when they try it, when they feel like a Christian is trying to inoculate them, is that that a word yeah (laughs) is that the right word (laughs) indoctrinate
3: there we go inoculate is like hey i don't want you to get the flu which is another good thing
0: to do to your friends it was an it was a it was an in word i knew it was one of them yeah i feel like a lot of times people um you know they get they reject like immediately get defensive or um mm. will will shy away from a Christian trying to indoctrinate them with like the religion of Christianity, right? So yeah. um I think especially to non-believers, I think just actions um of your faith, you know, your your behavior, how you treat others and um just your relationship as a friend, I feel like that's one of the strongest ways to evangelize. Um, Yeah, like Bob Goff, he was saying how he hands out a bunch of food and, you know, just like uh, basic necessities to people he sees around his town. And he doesn't try to make it a point of like, this is, I'm doing this because I'm a Christian and like, you know, you should read the Bible. And if you're going to eat, eat this, he's, he's more like one page. It's it's, (laughs) it's not transactional. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he's, he's less of the, um, he's, he's more concerned with just saying like, Hey, I know you're hungry. Here's some food, you know, and that's it. You know, there's no agenda. There's no, um, like goal he's trying to get at or like secret thing he's trying to achieve. He's just trying to feed people. He's just trying to love people. And so, Mm. yeah, those are my thoughts.
2: Yeah, I, that, that definitely makes sense. And I agree a lot um, with what you said there. I think me personally, like during my first year at Yale, Mm. there wasn't, there weren't any, like, there aren't any uh, events that come up to mind where, like, explicitly I was like, oh, I want to evangelize this person. Um, but more so, I think, I think, like, five years from now, if I were to look back, um, what I'll kind of notice was, like, at least the fir- my first year was definitely just building relationships with people um, and getting closer to them um, on a one-on-one basis. And I think, and internally within myself, I think, a uh, biggest thing that's changed since senior year of high school into freshman year of college was the fact that mm. I was um, like I, 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 I like I wouldn't be um, hesitant in saying that I am Christian I think like in high school if mm. people were to ask me I'd, I'd either like kind of just like I don't know like change the subject or something I don't know <laughs> I mean, that's but, yeah But I I think, like, now, like, I'd be like, oh, like, I, like, I go to UCW, like, I have, like, Bible study or whatnot, or, like, I go to church on Sunday, and it's just, like, I'm not necessarily hiding that part of me. And I think, like, when I combine, like, when you combine both, like, kind of getting closer to people, but also, like, um, kind of just living or, like, showing that you are, I am a Christian and just kind of living that part out um I think over time um it's, I guess like you like you kind of uh, I think like subtle evangelism I think that's what people call it um but like yeah I, I I think that might be like what my first year at Yale has looked like and then in regards to sophomore year uh stay with Josh I think everything's just been in my mind um not much Hard, yeah. has happened um yeah um, especially because like it, it's hard to like I don't know like like just relationships in general are harder to keep and build um, and so it's also harder to like kind of kind of nudge I, I like nudge people or like just keep like daily constant reminder or like kind of just being there. Um, mm-hmm throughout the week. Um, So yeah, I I think sophomore year has been a little bit challenging on that aspect.
3: Yeah, I actually think that's like a super, I I relate a lot to that point of like, um, being much more open about how big a part of my life, my faith is in college. And like, I wonder like what you guys think the reason for that change is. I don't even know myself. But I'm also curious, like, about how people have responded to you saying things like that. Was it some like, was it a positive or neutral response? Was it what you expected or like, maybe more broadly, what did you, yeah, like, what did you expect in terms of faith in college and how how did that match up with what actually happened?
2: Well, well, something for me is, I, I think what made it easier for me mm. in college was the fact that I found myself surrounded like the community of Christians at UCW. Um, mm. Like in high school, like my church was very small, um, and mm. like it, like there's one other kid in my grade, and like one below, and then like another one like two years below. So there was like maybe like four or five high schoolers, um, and we all went to different high schools. Um, so in that aspect, like it, it was like definitely felt like in school like it was just myself um so kind of feeling um but also I, I think like in college when I feel like people just like care like if they if they don't like you they're just like won't tell you like <laughs> they're just like the people like care less about you like like the people who care about you care a lot more but then like everyone else like you care less about because like in high school you knew everyone and everyone knew you um there was a very
1: like you still have
2: to care (laughs) (laughs) kind of yeah no and like I don't know it was like competitive too because like oh you're all trying to get into college or whatnot and so like it's kind of more like I don't know it's kind of people just going after each other um a bit more Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. and and like in college everyone's just like you do your own thing um -hmm. you go to like everyone just uh you just kind of thrive in your own group um, which, which I mean, it's good and bad. Um, but I, I think because of that, like, you, like I've had to worry less about what others might think or say. Um, but even to like, the, in the instances where I did kind of say, like, "Oh, I'm going to church on Sunday" or whatnot. Um, obviously, I don't just do that. Like, at like a club meeting with like 20 people, I won't just like, "Yo, <laughs> I have church." Um, but like, it, it it'd probably be more just like. I'm like a when I'm conversing like one on one with someone um, yeah. and discussing more like I guess personal like matters. Um, yeah. And from what I remember like it's I mean people are nice and respectful. So I guess like even if they did disagree like strongly um, it wouldn't really show. <laughs>
0: yeah, for me, um, I wouldn't say easier, but maybe harder to avoid, um, mm. the, uh, because of the fact that, um, you know, in college as opposed to high school, your academic, social, and, uh, spiritual life is sort of all merged together, right? There's, there's less boundaries and, um, you're living among the same body of people, body of students, right? So, um, yeah, I definitely feel like it becomes harder to avoid, which you know tends to push, which tends to push people to either more fully commit to their faith or um, detach from their faith, right? I feel. Um, so, yeah, uh, on the question of like, how has um, you know, openly uh, expressing my identity as a Christian uh, changed the interactions for me. I have one particular interaction that stuck in my mind. Um, I remember I was sitting in, uh, in the Branford dining hall after uh, dance rehearsal and some of the members of my group who this is the first dance rehearsal so I, I didn't have it and I hadn't met some of the other members yet Or I didn't know some of the other members yet and so uh some of the other members in the group were sitting at a table so I asked if I could join them and um somehow I forget how but somehow uh they either asked if I was Christian or I said I was Christian I don't know how it came up Um, but I think the response was um, you know one of curiosity because the person I was talking with expressed how she had grown up in the church and how at that moment she was struggling with her faith and you know I don't think she even called herself a Christian anymore and so I think it opened up the opportunity to discuss my faith in terms of me feeling like I was judged. I, I definitely don't think so. Um, Mm -hmm. Whether that's because I met a great person (laughs) or, um, Mm -hmm. or not, I don't know if that's the case, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I felt like it definitely led to um, more opportunity to, it created more opportunity to like discuss my faith and, uh, have a more like meaningful discussion conversation or someone yeah.
1: mm, I feel like it does seem like a one in ten or some small proportion of the time in which you like I feel like most of the time you say something and everyone's like "Oh, cool and then there's no like follow-up interest and then like every so often there'll be like someone who's like oh yeah like I've been thinking about that or oh I'm like interested or some conversation sparks yeah I was just like reflecting on also what you were saying earlier Dan I feel like it's really interesting that you say like now people in college are more inclined to do their own thing because I feel like that also creates this almost like environment of like tolerance slash like apathy toward things um including faith because I feel like I was just listening to a bunch or like at least like a sermon this past summer where like they talked about how the Bible used to be something that people would actively like persecute Mm. individuals for possessing and like now it's something it's like oh cool that's your thing like I don't really need to engage with it or like yeah like cool like feel everyone should feel free to believe what they want and there's no power behind like talking about like this is what I believe in yeah I don't know something I've been thinking about um Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. but that's yeah just like this idea of like being open and like building relationships I feel like that is so important Mm.
3: yeah do you guys feel like you've also seen like God show up in like your relationships with explicitly non-Christian or just like non-Christian friends at Yale I think or or even actually friends at home I think that's interesting too and maybe a little bit of a different dynamic um but just like yeah I think I recently had an experience with like a really close friend from a really long time ago who um or yeah so I wrote about this in the weekly but basically um just like someone who I had almost like like a close friend who I had written off for so long as just like a staunch atheist with no interest in faith. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like we started texting back and forth about your questions of like um, on what basis people of faith can say that they have like, you know, higher morality um, than others. Like what makes it's like, yeah, you know, a lot of curiosity there. Also, I think a degree of like, um, combativeness especially in regards to, like lgbtqia plus um, issues or the way the church has like played a part in systemic racism um, all this to say like i think it was really unexpected for me to see god show up in a mm-hmm. friendship that i had almost like put into a box That was like this is this is like not a place where god could show up mm-hmm. like god could not work in this mm-hmm. friendship and he probably won't even show up in conversation but like it's really crazy that that happened. So I don't know. Do you guys have like similar experiences um, or maybe like are there people in your life who you want to have those experiences with? <laughs> Speak them
1: into existence. Yes, sir.
3: No. Yeah.
2: I think it's interesting. I don't know. I, I was just thinking about like the friends that I like I have at Yale and I think most of them are Christian. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I guess it just happened to be, uh, I'm not exactly sure why though, either. Um, I, I probably just because we tend to spend, uh, more time on like similar, um, interests, but it was also, what's really cool is like, even at like ultimate Frisbee Mm. first two people I met were, well, one is Alan. Um, hey let's give him a shout,
1: shout out, shout out
2: <laughs> intro intro man um, the second like the first like opera class when I met was cheese or Robert oh, um, wow. yeah. and and then I was like dang what like when I went to like the first like UCW service I was like dang you here too <laughs> um, oh my god so like I I don't know it just it, it seems like almost everywhere I go like people I me or like end up like getting closer with our Christians um yeah I don't know that's just an observation I made
0: (laughs) yeah I definitely feel like there's so many people um I where I want God to you know enter into our relationship um in terms of, have I seen God enter into a relationship with a friend yet? Honestly, no, not explicitly, you know, and I think that's something I really want to work towards, um, especially with my closer friends. Uh, And yeah, I don't know. I think there's just a fear of, um, yeah, creating distance. Um, that I probably need to give over to um, to Jesus and just say allow him to just have faith in what his plan will be. Um,
3: yeah, Josh, I remember your
0: yeah.
3: um your friend Jesse the Froth Pod once,
2: maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Is Jesse Chad or is
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm, I feel like though uh,
1: or like as encouragement because I know or like I think for so many years I just wrestled with like different people in my life wanting to even have the courage to be more explicit with them and I had a lot of breakthrough moments recently with people in whom I was not the direct person who like brought them to church or maybe if I even brought them to church, I wasn't the one who like got them to eventually start committing more regularly, but rather it was the fact that they felt like their lives were peppered with different like Christians and like over time they were sort of softened to the idea of like even just asking questions and being curious about like what this is. Um, so I feel like I felt more encouraged in this or like I've been sharing this with people who've also expressed some of things like what you're saying, Josh, Like. I feel like we don't have to feel like the responsibility is all on us sometimes, even though, yeah, it's also easy to maybe like fall to like, oh, there's like so much grace, like grace will catch me. I don't need to do anything. Um, But I think as long as we're being like peaceful, you also can trust that like there's like a bigger plan and our piece of the plan might not even be like the person who like explicitly like convinces them through our arguments that they should believe but just like for like to be more explicit like even like with my younger brother I wanted him to go to church for so long and like what ended up not being the person to bring him there but rather like I think because he knew that this was something I care about um and when he was like like prompted by other peers like to come he was like oh yeah I already like know that this is something that my sister cares about like I'll give it a try and then collectively I think the community is doing the work for the mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I know I understand that frustration and that fear of distance, that's so real. Do you, yeah, feel like during this time, mm, are there things that you, or like people you're like thinking about in particular that like as soon as you get back
3: to campus so, that
1: you want to be more intentional if you have the opportunity to do so
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. Or are you like, I guess also be curious to know where y- y'all like personally your heads are at in terms of sharing faith. Like, do you feel like this is something you're burning with passion to do or does it feel? I think for most of my walk, it felt very much like obligatory or one of the least important things, which Mm -hmm. I think it it ought not be so, but for some reason, just being born and raised in the church, even sharing Mm -hmm. faith was very, yeah, it wasn't painted as like, have a relationship and love on other people. That's how you bring them to Jesus is more like what you you guys said in the beginning, not to do. It's like, Mm -hmm. sit down with a stranger and be like, Hey, do you want, like, do you, Do you know Jesus? Do you want to go through like the wordless book together? Have you guys seen the wordless book? (laughs) There's like a red bead and a white bead. And it's like, this is death. This is resurrection. This is self. This stands for salvation. It's like a BBS thing. (laughs) I don't know. Point being like, yeah, I'm curious because I also recognize that like it could be that you guys are at a place where you care a lot about this. It could also be that like you're just like feeling like I need to be more equipped myself before I feel ready to talk about it though i still want to i think that's like a real it's an important
0: place to be as well i
3: guess yeah
0: yeah i definitely uh you know feel like i might not be equipped just because even though i did grow up in the church um like i've never really like sat down and read through the gospel even right so that's actually something that i'm doing right now i'm reading through matthew hey um with Adam Zang got a shout, shout out <laughs> getting um, shout outs on
3: shout-outs here. <laughs>
0: um yeah, but I mean like at the same time I feel like I still want to you know just pull the trigger and start that conversation and Good
1: shot.
3: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I think, yeah, I I also fall in the same boat. Like I don't think I'm that well equipped either. Like I I think like just I I think like because I've grown up in the church, I don't think I've necessarily like. I I I, this might be completely wrong, but I feel like for people who didn't grow up in the church, when they do convert, they have a they usually they they have like a very like a light a a more life changing moment or something that they can pinpoint. Um, down into like their reason of why they believe or why they converted Um, because they've thought a lot about it and like weighed both sides um, and just kind of had this internal struggle within themselves before like um, everything crystallized um, and made sense. Um, I I think for me, like it was always just a given kind of. Um, So I don't think like personally, like I haven't had to uh, kind of like mentally struggle or like uh, within myself um, to convince myself um, of what I believe in and so because of that it's just like it's like kind of like when you're writing an essay like you it's hard to write because like when, when you don't know what to say it's really hard to write but like once you know like what you're like once you've thought it through like thought it like in and out and know what you want to put down it gets a lot easier
3: mm-hmm.
2: i think same with like christianity like if i haven't thought it through completely myself if i try mm-hmm. explaining to others i don't know I, i'm mm-hmm. kind of just going there without like fully uh kind of distilling it all myself either but also in the same at, at the same time I, i'm very much aware that like God doesn't expect us to know everything um, at all or like um, to like reach out to others. And I think that like just even like any effort that we uh, make, um, God will um, use that um, in his grand plan for um, that individual as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. I, I think personally, like I'm kind of just torn between like, oh, I don't, I'm not prepared. But also like the other half of me is like, I should like be more intentional about it um i don't know <laughs> yeah
0: to, to touch on what you were describing dan i think it's sort of like um it's sort of like language right where
3: are oh, we going metaphors
0: <laughs> i like it <laughs> if, you're, if you're if you're asking someone uh who spoke a language their entire life um they might not have as great of an understanding to be able to explain like the grammar nuances and the different like tenses or whatever um but yeah that's just they would say this is just, you know it sounds wrong um how i speak they've like it's become so ingrained into like who they are so it's a little it's, it can be a bit harder to like resurface and explain but then for someone who's been, like, studying that same language and started from scratch and has been studying it for, like, five years, I feel like it's a lot easier for them to sort of break it down because they have been, like, as Daniel said, like, grappling with those um, things.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. I really like this comparison because I feel like it's very apt. And, hmm. it's, yeah, I guess, hmm. As someone who didn't grow up in the church, I feel like I've also been predisposed to envy those who have for different reasons and it's very interesting to hear the reverse happen where people will say like, oh, it's like you have these certain like things about your situation that enable you to like do things in like this way that maybe you feel like you can't um, as someone who grew up in the church yeah
3: yeah i feel like i also are you know having grown up in the church maybe more more common ground between you two than like audrey i feel like i wrestle with it is blasphemous to say that i wrestle with whether being born and raised in the church is actually a good thing (laughs) in certain respects yeah because i i do you
1: do you guys think that you would want to raise your children the same way that your parents raised you in terms of like how you Mm -hmm. built your faith slash yeah like do you think that you guys had the freedom to sort of choose and have ownership that's tough i i like
2: (laughs) like if like from i think from a parent's perspective that's a really hard answer to uh, question to answer because like you want your child to be a christian but then like are you if they're if they come to you to be like i want to like i don't know like do some like random stuff like i don't know <laughs> like run off into like stupid stuff and like okay like, <laughs> I, I just I, say like would you as a parent be like okay yeah it's your choice or would like would you be like i have like i want you like the best for you i don't know like <laughs>
0: um yeah i don't think they're or i hope i don't know <laughs> it's a blasphemous to say it. i hope i'm not <laughs> called to be a pastor but because i'm a <laughs> i'm a i'm a pk so in terms of raising my kid the same way i was raised in the church i think it's um yeah i don't know if they will get that same experience but in terms of just like being raised in the church um and you know if they come to me like one day and like hey dad i don't want to go to church anymore ever and and what sort of like what I would say that's yeah I feel like that's a tough question that you know a lot of people are struggling with I don't know I'm leaning towards the perspective that forcing someone to do something makes it way worse than allowing them to hopefully find their own path and I do believe that there is a bit of faith you have to put in Jesus, you know, sort of, as you said, Audrey, about evangelism, about like speaking to your friends, like, you know, all of the responsibility isn't like, shouldn't be on you. Right. It's, it should be a community of people bringing that person to faith. And so, um, which is, you know, it can be very hard for parents, you know, not to, because they are responsible for almost uh, well? I guess this is debatable, but they're responsible for a lot in a child's life, right? So, <laughs> yeah, um, I think I focus instead on something I heard Francis Chan say was um, gonna, okay.
3: Drop the drop the
0: names. Drop the name because <laughs> I just want to cite my source. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this, this <laughs> He said that, well, technically it's not even from him. I think he said that someone told him when uh, he got his daughter or his daughter was born that um, her relationship with God will be uh, heavily influenced by her relationship with her uh, parents or or father, right? So um, yeah, I think... I'm, like, with my kids, I'm going to try as hard as I can to, um, show what a Jesus kind of love looks like, um, yeah, and yeah, and then trust God with the rest, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think in the end, you do have to just, like, trust in what God does, and I think that, like, if in that situation where your child just goes up to you, like, yo, I don't want to go to church ever again, mm. um, I think it like yeah I agree like it's not it's it's probably better to like not force them into doing that um but I I think after like that like in the moment um thing I think it, it just calls for a lot of prayer um and yeah yeah um and I think that would also kind of like go with the entire church community as well um to pray for um yeah to pray and to kind of just see what um like why like see like ask god why i guess or like there definitely is a reason why um but it's kind of just to understand um why and how um things will play out like throughout the child's life
3: i wonder if we can analogize that almost to like our relationship between our heavenly father and all his children like yeah god like there's in like an ideal parent-child relationship, there's also some, a lot of agency mm. for the child because as much as disciplining a child is love, <laughs> so so is letting them make mm. their own. Or I, I don't know, I think this is an idea that I've been thinking about a lot. It's like,
2: mm.
3: how much does, where's the, what's the interplay between God's sovereignty and our agency? And I think there's a degree, there's like a large degree of freedom that we're afforded to draw close Mm -hmm. or to you know uh fall away because god is sort of like the perfect parent and um or at least understands that yeah forcing Mm -hmm. his kids to go to church in quotation marks i guess like is not the uh it's not the way to cultivate like genuine relationship maybe
2: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and it's just like to always be there i kind of just like waiting for us Hey, it's the uh, what, the Lost Son, the prize of the Lost. <laughs> lost. <laughs>
3: yeah. You mean the purple the mustard? Seed? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I think everyone in this room call, that's not me, will make really great dads.
3: you too you'd also make a great dad
0: (laughs) ajay i feel like you probably know more dad jokes than all three of us combined
3: josh is saying something i don't know what he's saying but he's saying something about you right now
1: (laughs) why did the blind man fall into the
3: well why why
1: didn't
0: see that well. <laughs> oh, God. That's exactly <laughs> what cut? I'm saying. Should
1: we
3: I will cut, to, that?
0: <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, we'll cut is- to commercial break.
3: <laughs> and now a word from our spot. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah.
0: We can have the freeze frame with the we'll be right back in the corner. <laughs> Just
3: cut to like the blank channel technical difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh.
1: I really think, like, people who have, like, really strong relationships with their dads, I feel like the relationships with God are definitely colored. And, like, mm-hmm. I think I personally feel really lucky that I really, like, the relationship I have with my dad and feel, like, my understanding of, like, what a loving father is, like, has honestly been, like, continually like, shaped in a sort of, like, positive reinforcement way, like, through Mm -hmm. interactions with my dad.
0: Not to exclude the moms, though, I feel like, you know, I feel
3: like, like, mothers (laughs) us here. Shout out to the moms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I feel
0: like, you know, essentially, our faith with, uh, our relationship with God is, like, influenced with our relationships with both our mothers and our dads or our mothers or dads, you know, whichever, you know, situation yeah. we find ourselves in.
3: Yeah. I guess, I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm interested. I just like been wanting to ask this question, but like, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I, I want your, like, I think, so we've been thinking a lot about like sharing faith, um, with maybe us as like the actor, like the initiator, but, What's it like being on the receiving end? Have you guys ever been on the receiving end of like evangelism? Not in, not in the sense of like, hey, you don't believe in Jesus, like believe in Jesus, but outreach or something. Um, yeah. And like, what was that like your first year at Yale? Because I know there, yeah. Or I guess like we, <laughs> well, we were first years too, but like, I think maybe things have changed in terms of like, what is it like to be a first year at Yale trying to figure out where you want to be like grown and plugged into, um, speaking like 100%, no, can I say that, no vested interest, or just like, not not asking because we were like your frosh pod leaders, but asking because like, are you really interested in like, what was helpful for you guys and what wasn't helpful for you guys um, when you were like getting reached out to, and like wanted to be plugged into a Christian community, yeah
0: yeah for me i mean i feel like i've said this a lot but um you know the one thing that i felt i feel made the difference my freshman year between me declaring my uh identity as being a christian as opposed to you know breaking away from faith Mm -hmm. is yeah just like the welcomeness i felt Mm -hmm. um from the brothers and sisters of Christ that I met yeah um, and just you know something as simple as like people coming up to me and knowing my name right and I mean in that aspect I feel like I'm a terrible person to continue (laughs) on that um, culture of welcomeness because I am terrible at remembering names but you know, I feel like you know, something as small as that can really just make a big difference. Um, and yeah, that's just, that's just the thing that really sticks out in my mind of just like the persistent, um, like welcomeness.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Also, I just had a really random thought, it was just that, like, we're not like Josh and I won't get to meet like the frosh of this year uh, at all <laughs> to like we're or your class I get your classmates Josh um, <laughs> oh no <laughs> Josh <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah no it's like I, I guess like we did like this semester like we didn't get the I guess the chance like beyond the I guess the other side of uh welcoming uh people uh Farage to Yale um I think for me like Like my first few weeks at Yale, I was actually just like not involved in any Christian groups. I think for like the first one or two weeks, I like. When they got you. No, I just like baby. I didn't do like any like small groups. I didn't go to Sunday services. I have no clue what I was doing. Honestly, like I don't know. It just felt weird. After what, like after like week two, I was like, this just feels like things just feel off. Like I just like didn't feel uh centered or I don't know I, like I I was just like I should probably like pull myself together a little bit or not as a point oh like just like figure out like kind of like explore the Christian scene on campus and then I just got kind of got overwhelmed by all the different churches and uh, <laughs> fellowships on campus um but I think like as I started to uh explore different fellowships I I think it was also it was definitely just like the community and sense of welcome and honestly like i don't know how like what non-christians okay this sounds weird but like I, i'm just like i don't know what not like hypothetically like if i were not plugged into like a christian community i'm not sure like what sense of community i would have or like where i would find the sense of community from and i think that like which makes me wonder like for non-Christians like are they just extremely lonely on campus like I, I like I'm sure like they have their own um source of like and welcomeness but like I, I think for me um during like for my time at Yale I think that has been filled by Christian fellowship um and which is why like I think that like once yeah no I, I think like that's really like what helps like helped me like this side like from all the different like fellowships like which one does feel closer and more um like I kind know of connected to um it felt more welcome yeah
0: yeah specifically for UCW um I mean I was in the same boat as Dan like I did not really seek out like I remember being given like a huge because like I think for for like the resident, uh, for the housing form or something, or some form I filled out where they asked about my faith affiliation. And so I said like Christian Protestant. And so I remember receiving like a huge list of just like Christian organizations and uh, like groups. Um, and I was like, oh, that's such a long list. <laughs>
2: I'll
0: get to it. And <laughs> I never got to it. Um, yeah. And... I remember there was just someone at the uh, bazaar who just literally, I think it was you, Dan. I might be wrong. <laughs> oh my but God. But I, I remember it just being some tall guy who was. A, I mean, guys, no one remembers meeting
3: me. Watch it not actually be me. It's like Nick or something. <laughs> or like
0: It might have been. <laughs> i a tall can't. guy. That's all I remember. And just like boxing me in. And it was like, what? hey, bro, just sign up, just sign up. And I'm like, okay, geez. <laughs> and then that was me. <laughs> you know, and some some like like a month or so went by and probably longer than a month. And like, I didn't go to any events. I didn't participate at all. And the only reason why I decided to go to like my first Sunday service was because like y'all just wouldn't stop sending me emails. <laughs> and I was like okay fine I'll go I'll go to one at least. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I think I think it took you know a little bit of persistence and a, a little bit of being annoyed to start it and then to pique the interest and then really it's the welcome the feeling of welcomeness and just like community is what you know kept me there what made me stay
2: yeah, I the, the formula I, I think the form that you're talking about was like the chaplain office uh, form. Yeah. Um, not gonna lie, I I don't see the point of the chaplain's office, but it's a it's a good initiative. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Cut that out. Just, it's just big thoughts, you know. It, it's just that, like, I don't, I haven't really like i haven't used their services i guess
0: hey they have they have ice cream and it's that's free true. Okay? that's a big service
3: room for monday night prayer we use a room there yeah.
0: and dana joseph i've never met her no i don't even know what she looks like but
2: she wrote me a handwritten note so also, that goes a long way yeah it was also what's really strange i i think like the moment i got to Yale, yeah, like I was was talking, I mentioned before, like, how a lot of people I know on campus are Christian. Like, literally, like, the first Yale I met when I was coming for foot pre-orientation was Daniel Chibeda. Oh, shout out. out. And then, and then I was just, like, and then, like, a week later, I went to, like, a CU and I was, like, bro, what? (laughs) So, I, like, and then, like, like, it's, like, It's just, like, God's just putting Christians everywhere. Like, (laughs) I got Yeah.
3: Thanks, God. Thanks, God, for
1: bringing us all here together. (laughs) Seriously. Well, on the topic of first year, our closing question that we want, or we're going to try to end every podcast with is, What's
0: way? Wow. All right, we'll
1: edit that out. The question is: what's one way that you're different now than you were oh. one year ago? A
0: little fatter.
3: Okay, I was gonna say, I'm like, I try not to have cop out answers. Like, my hair is longer,
2: or I'm able to. I, I, the the cop out answer would be like more mature, but.
1: Oh!
2: Uh, if you elaborate. But, like, I, I feel like, you know, like, college just kind of beats you down. You just grow up from it. You just, oh, I just right. learn how to you know, grow you're from just that.
3: like Yale, where you get beaten down until you're mature. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but it's important to get behind. Like, that's how the army works. They just completely tear oh, you around.
0: Okay. the alternative military force. Didn't get into West
2: Point? apply to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but, like, but, like, you just got to learn how to, like, you now live by yourself. I don't know, you, you mess up. You do some stupid things. Uh, you just gotta, you gotta man up and you know, like fix it or whatnot, like time management, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, but I'll, i, will, I will try to think of a an second answer. <laughs> okay, right, right. That
1: was a good first answer.
2: In
0: terms of my faith, um, yeah, I'd say just being like more sure of uh, my identity. That was just like a big thing that I was trying to work, work out. My first year um you know looking at schools before i came to college and um just like even like the month before i came to college my faith was the last thing that i was thinking about um i didn't really consider it at all um and it just so happened that yale has such a strong faith community um I got really blessed in that way. But yeah, I'd say now, like, yeah, I can openly, um, I can openly proclaim that I'm a Christian, that I'm a follower of Christ and, uh, and all of my life, you know, whether on a dance team or uh, it's in my class or anywhere I am, like, I feel um, that I've, you know, accepted that as my identity and i'm not i guess like hiding away from it anymore
3: praise the lord dude that's i don't think like yeah if you you just like left college now maybe maybe you have who knows like that's 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 already like yeah that's
2: it right there what more could you ask for yeah i i think for me like if you want to talk about faith on faith uh level I think for me is just um kind of almost getting like honestly forced I don't know forced not the right word but like just having to like grapple with um like my faith identity head on especially because like I'm like I see someone from UCW every day or like it's just like the constant um you're just like being surrounded by emails you know. sorry emails <laughs> 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 and yeah and just kind of like being, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, intentional, being intentional about it, mm. and not just like I feel like at least in high school, it's like easy, just like oh, I just want to like do my AP classes and get the SAT and not think about everything else. <laughs> but I think like because like it's so present, um, it's like kind of like it's really hard to just like put on the back burner which is, which has been something that's been easier to do now that I'm at home. Uh, mm. Kind of just, like, be like, okay, let me just focus on school, um, and not necessarily worry about that, uh, faith as much, um, but I, I, think, like, just, like, the first year has really just been, like, a, a, a journey, and just like, a constant, um, thought, um, thought exercise, or just, like, like, just keep, um, thinking about it, and, I'm um, seeing how my I myself uh, see myself fit. Yeah.
1: Great answer. Yeah,
2: Pray the word for that too.
3: That's great. How do you, How do people end podcasts? You know?
2: <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, no, you know,
3: like, please give us a five star review wherever you. By you
2: know,
0: the way, our sponsor is Skillshare. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Give me a, okay. Yeah. Plug what you need, Josh. Give us a sponsor for the for this. Go
3: tweet. to Skillshare.com/slash SoftPod for thirty percent off your
0: first. <laughs> <laughs> we have that a pending. Like, no, we have a pending Bible course.
1: <laughs> yeah, check out um UCW dot. I don't know what. The, sure. Check out tinyurl.ucw Zoom <laughs> for. <laughs> More information.
3: So like go to skillshare.com to learn how to like you know edit audio files. Like what I'm gonna do to try to process this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for being on our inaugural guests.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: Couldn't have asked for a better
0: power. All right, any final shout-outs before we close it off? I want to shout-out my mom. I want to shout-out <laughs> my cousins. Uh, That's the yeah, shout-out. Shout-out... Uh, shout-out... Fr- our Frostbite uh, class of 2023,
2: <gasps> Um The game. Uh, I want to shout-out... Um, getting- too much. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, watch um, Peter Salve for making you so great no
0: I'm not dedicating one to Peter Salove. Um I'm going to shout out uh, who should I shout out wait Dan you should shout out someone while I think <laughs> like, it's
1: Oscar like music starts playing you have to get off the stage and there's like, any
2: room <laughs> for Dan <laughs> to say anything well, let, let's just pull up the frosh pod group and just go through <laughs> okay then
3: <laughs> <no, no. laughs>
2: um yeah no i think a shout out to everyone who's made yale the place it is um yes my last shout out is to taika waititi yeah,
0: yeah. oh no wait no wait jk 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 i take i take back that shout out <laughs> and i'm gonna reach out um i'm gonna actually do a plug uh to dune which is a movie that's coming out in december
2: um this movies coming out
0: based on a book uh known as the greatest science fiction book of all time um yeah so that's my plug go watch the book uh, go watch the movie in december and read the book um yeah if you if you think you're cool because if you don't then you're not cool
3: Okay. Maybe, Thank you, Josh. keep that in there just so like future Josh can look back and reflect on what I said. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys, I'm gonna pause the recording. Thank you for being on.
1: Thank you guys. Taste of your lips
0: am on the ride. You're toxic, I'm on under Taste of a poison paradise I'm addicted to you
1: Don't you know that you're toxic?